So we've got a few questions lined up for you. Um, okay. uh, I can't. I can't see anything. Right. Okay. You'll be able to see when people start asking their questions. Ah. Uh, okay. 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 Firstly, if we start off with Jason Fletcher from White View Three Sixty. Yeah, g'day, Eb. Uh, how are you, mate? Um, long, uh, been trying to chase down for a long time. Fantastic to see you. Congratulations on the fight. How are you feeling? Thank you. I'm feeling awesome. Pumped. Yeah, I know. I've seen you in the social media, mate. You're ready to go. So, yep. you know, um, this is a massive opportunity for women's boxing back home in Australia, you know, because um, I think if my research is correct, you'll be one of the first, if not the only, women to compete for a world title in England. And if you bring that home, that's going to be a massive achievement. That'll put you up there with the likes of, you know, Diana Prozac, Susie Ramadan, Shannon Cole, just won a re, uh, world title uh, the same day that you fought Carol Earl. You must be feeling pretty pumped. This must be a huge, um, a huge honour. Yeah, definitely. You know, like some of these girls that you've just um, named, you know, they were like pioneers in Oz boxing and um, to be able to kind of follow that and do something as well, like in, like, you know, nowadays and, and you know, um, in the current times is really cool. Um, I'm, yeah, excited, you know, obviously being on Matchroom as well. Um, all of it's just really amazing and, you know, all the hard work and everything I've been in um, is just coming to fruition and, and I'm excited to, you know, put Australian female boxing back on the map. Absolutely. And if you win, are any of those girls, uh, Shannon, Susie, Shanika, Amy Adams, going to be potential opponents once you, if you bring the title home? Well, um, I'm not really sure. Obviously, that's up to my team. Um, you know, I um, I will leave that up to those guys to to, to sort out what's next. Um, but first things first is winning this world title, and then we'll go looking on further. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, do you feel you're at a bit of advantage considering that you only fought was it March thirteenth? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it's an advantage um, mainly because um, if I had like those. Like, if I, the way I felt on March 13, like, that was rust. So, if I had gone straight into this fight like that, like, um, it would have been, it would have been very different. But having that, getting that, you know, that ring rust out, even as the nerves from like a first fight in so long, you know, now I'm just so relaxed. I'm like ready to do it again. I can't wait to crack skulls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you in the ring on Saturday. We're, um, we've got our Aussie support behind you, Ebony. Good on you, mate. And uh, thank bring you home so much. Girls. You're awesome. welcome. Look Thank forward to speaking you. to you again, mate. Yep, after when I win. Thanks, Jason. If we go to Jonathan Nagioff from Pro Boxing Fans next, please. Hey, Ebony, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you, Jonathan? Very well, thanks. Um, I'm interested to know sort of how, from your perspective, you've built your sort of social media following because I feel like in the last year, a lot of people in the UK especially know a lot about you. Um I remember even at fight camp, people asking Shannon Courtney questions about when, when she's going to fight you. So from your perspective, how have you sort of built your profile? And for those, you know, nowadays for fighters, how important do you think self-promotion is? Uh, well, self-promotion is extremely important. I think it's it's important in, in every career, every job. Um, to me, I knew um, I've been into boxing for a long time. And for me, boxing is a business. Um, when you open a boxing, you know, uh, if when you open a, a new business, a cafe or, you know, a restaurant or a air conditioning um, service, you know, like you need to promote yourself. You need to promote. I don't have a promoter, you know. So who's willing to do? wait for a promoter to sign me to get my name out? No. So I thought I'm going to take initiative and use 
what I got, what we have these days, social media, to do what any normal business and person that's trying to build a business or build a brain, brand and um, get my name out there and push, push myself by doing hundreds of interviews during COVID when what else was I going to do? You know what I mean? Um, and also just being obviously active on Twitter. And, and I think it's just, you know, um, my banter. Um, I just don't hold back. I'm just, I say what I want. I don't really, you know, I don't give a shit. Like, and I think especially the British, they kind of resonate with that. Um, so I think that's where I got a bit of the, you know, a lot of um, following and love from the Brits. Um, Cause I just keep it, I keep it fucking real. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's really, really important. Um, and obviously my looks, you know, like people, people um, are so used to this stereotype of what, what female fighters look like or, or whatever, you know, to see someone come out and embrace that femininity and embrace, um, you know, looking very girly. Um, I think people, you know, obviously it has critics and it still is that stereotype that, you know, how can you look very feminine and be athletic or have skills, you know, it's the same with a lot of things with, with femininity, um, just with those stereotypes, but um, I'm happy to prove that wrong. And I just think the whole combination of it all, you know, pushing, you know, doing the interviews, um, my banter, my humour, my personality and um, my looks, you know, and obviously I can fight. I put up five videos, then people can tell I can crack, you know. Um, so, yeah, come Saturday they'll see even more. That said, you know, with how the British fans have taken to you and, you know, what you've brought to them, do you feel like you sort of want to put in, you know, a, a performance, not just get the win, but get it in style on Saturday? Oh, definitely. I mean, look, I'm an entertainer. I fight... I love to fight. I like to go to war. And, and when I fight, um, I enjoy to fight. So, of course, I wanted to make an exciting fight. I mean, my fights are always exciting, you know, um, just my style. So I have no doubt that it's going to be an exciting fight. Um, and I do want to put on a good performance, obviously, especially for my followers and my fans who believe in me. Um, I want to prove for them to, who back me that, hey, you know what? See, I was saying she's the real deal. She's the real deal. So, yeah, definitely it's important, you know. Um, but, hey. As long as I get that win, whatever happens. And if I can just ask one more, um, you obviously fought March 13th, I believe, in, in Australia. You then yeah. sort of went out to America to train and now have come here. How are you sort of feeling in yourself? Do you feel like you've had enough time to prepare to your best for this fight? Yeah, um, I feel ready. You know, um, I don't look at things around me. I don't really take much notice of of what I've, what, you know, what I've had to go through or anything like that. I don't focus on those things. I just focus on being ready and and adapting to whatever I have to do. When you start making excuses like, oh, I had to travel, or I just had a fight, or it's anything, when you start doing that, you, you're really putting yourself in a headspace to make excuses for a loss, and I'm not doing that. Um, I think everything is meant to be how it is. It was meant to happen this way. I was supposed to fight in November. It didn't happen. Um, it was meant to be all of this now, and I'm just ready to embrace that. Um, and whatever happens, happens. I'm looking for the win. But um, I think no matter what, um, you know, it's meant to happen. So, That's a lot, Ebony. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. If we go to Ames from Boxing News TV next, please. Ames here for Boxing News TV. Pleasure to meet you, Ebony. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Ames. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. That's good. Alongside your wins in the ring, you've, like people have said here, you managed to promote yourself and market yourself through social media, which has aided you into getting uh, into the position of a world title fight at the weekend. Uh, there are women in the sport who speak against sexualization uh, of the sport. Do you feel a responsibility coming into the night where you could win a world title uh, to adhere to promoting women's fighting in any certain way? 
I'm not really sexualizing myself. I don't know what photos you see of me doing, um, you know, bending over or putting, putting sexual poses or being sexy, um, like out of my way trying to sexualize photos. I definitely don't. I just happen to have a big chest. I happen to have a nice looking face and I happen to have a good ass. And unfortunately, um, people just look at that as me sexualizing, but I'm just, it's just my body. It's how I look. Um, and I'm not going to hide it. Like I don't want to wear a potato sack or baggy pants. Why should I do that? Um, and I think it's important to be able to um, embrace what you have. And I think it's important to be able to show that it's, it's not sexualizing the sport. What it's doing is it's showing fem- femininity. It's showing that we're still women as well. You know what I mean? And that's okay. And it's okay to be a, be um, be feminine and do a male-dominated thing and male-dominated sport or something that's maybe not looked at fem. Why can't, uh, you know, like the, the, the UFC do it. Um, they have no problem with, you know, the girls looking pretty up there. Like it's just, um, it's really, it's funny. It's just such a crazy topic that everyone's so wild about. Like, I mean, I weigh in underwear, literally weighing in underwear. Everyone else weighs in an underwear as well. Like what, I, you know what I mean? It's it's just the way I look. It's, 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 it's how I am, you know? And, um, I, I'm all about being you, being real. And I'm going to go and play down my looks or not do my hair or wear something baggy that doesn't show my bo- show my body or put on track pants when I train in case someone looks at my ass and goes, oh, that's sexualizing boxing. Or try and tape down my chest because it's big to try and hide the fact that I have a chest. Why? You know what I mean? I just don't understand what it is, you know? And and, and we got to use what we have. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has it. So then you got to use what you got. Go use what you got, whatever it may be. Do you know what I mean? But why should I not use everything that I have, including my personality, including my looks, including my skill and my intelligence that I have? Appreciate your response there. Um, with that then, would you advocate for more more women in the sport or in the fight game in general to be promoting themselves much more than the, the way they are right now? Definitely. Definitely. Don't be scared. I'm, I bet you there's so many women out there that are so scared to promote themselves in in a way in a feminine way or feel sexy or feel comfortable putting up pretty photos or whatever because of this stigma of oh, you, you shouldn't sexualize who cares you're who cares like you be you and if someone wants to sexualize that and turn that into something sex like and they want to make that sex that's up to them that's not you you know what i mean um and i just think that it shouldn't be a problem that you have to be sitting there thinking oh, i better not post that or i better not do that because some might judge me fuck mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i just think the judging um yeah i think people should just be able to do whatever they want promote themselves however they want feel comfortable in their own skin doing their things without judgment fair enough um and final question to you you've mentioned in other interviews about getting like a crazy amount of dms from people asking you to knock out shannon courtney because, <laughs> yeah. because of an, an apparent dislike for her is that a sentiment that you share so, um as in something that i want to do do you dislike her oh not really. I mean, you know, I, I don't know her really to dislike her. Um, she's obviously started with the comments. Um, she started with the whole, you know, again, saying if you want to go get naked, get naked somewhere else. And that's where, you know, a lot of the banter comes from because she's calling me naked, but I'm weighing in in lingerie just, you know, which is underwear just like her. You know, but she's calling, she's labelling me naked, but I'm still wearing underwear. So that bothered me because I'm like, like, you know, I'm thinking like you do realise you weigh in, in the same amount of clothes as me. You know, there's just a difference with how we look. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 there's not a real hate. It's just like, you know, and especially coming from someone like her, 
who has used her looks. You just have to take one quick look at her Instagram to see that um, she's all she's all about posing and looking good as well. Um, and someone that's obviously being judged as well because of her looks and getting places because of her looks for her to throw it back on me and say, you know, oh, it's, you know, you're not taking it serious because I, I like to look good. Like it just it doesn't make sense coming from her in particular. It's like, yeah. But hey, appreciate responses. All the best for the weekend, Ebony. Thank you. Thanks, Ames. If we go to Steve from Boxing UK next, please. Hi, Ebony. It's Steve from Boxing UK. Steve, mate. How you going? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Ebony, in the previous call, Shannon's just said that winning the world title can't possibly mean as much to you as it does to her. Can you tell us why she's wrong? <sighs> I don't know why she thinks it's important to her, more important to her. I mean, you know, I've been grafting as well. Like, this is important to me. It's not just important for me. It's important for the for the message that I want to send as well. That, hey, you know what? Um, you can you can be feminine and you can be this way and you can win world titles and you can box well. I, I, it's more than just about me for this as well. Um, you know, I didn't travel. I didn't fight just four, four, four weeks ago. Travel across the road. Give up my job. Travel across the road, travel across the world to Philadelphia to finish off a camp to then travel again to London because it doesn't mean anything to me. If it meant nothing to me, I would have just come straight to, to London after a 30-hour flight and just gone, fuck it, let's go for it. You know what I mean? But I'm making all these sacrifices and I constantly make a lot of sacrifices. I'm not got no promoter like 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 Shannon, you know what I mean, and, and have people doing things for me. Everything I do, i got to do for myself and that's that hard work that will pay off once I win. Another thing you've said, and it's been touched on earlier, there's a lot of British fans are rooting for you this weekend. Yeah. Which is strange when you're fighting a British girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that is? You know what? It's probably because, you know, I keep it real. I'm not a drongo or a bellend, you know? So I think that people just, people just want to tune in because they like the, real, the realness, you know? And people can give me much shit as they want about my, you know, my the way I talk or the way I present myself. The fact is, is I'm real you know, and people can relate to that. And I give my fans time and I give my fans appreciation because truly this sport is about the fans. Without fans, without support of fans, we don't have boxing. boxing. Last one, how's it going to go on Saturday? Oof. You know what? I, I honestly think that the fight, it's going to be obviously a grueling fight, um, but I think that the fight's definitely um, going to be exciting from both ends. Um, if she can actually take my punches, then by the end of it, I'm pretty sure her face is going to look like a drop meat pie. But we'll see. Ebony, best of luck at the weekend. Take care. Thanks, Steve. Okay, we go to Gail next, please. Hi, Ebony. Gail. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm here on behalf of Women's Fight News. Um, first question I wanted to ask. Now, you were... You were at home. You were preparing for your fight with Carol L. You yeah. get a phone call saying that Rachel Ball can't take part in the fight, asking you to to step in. What's going through your mind? I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> I've got Carol L to get through. Like, because it, it threw me off, obviously, because I'm prepping for Carol. And, um, I mean, straight away, I, I, I was instantly like, yeah, like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm not going to. Like, there was no hesitation at all to take the fight zero hesitation um but i had to really focus on carol i had to make sure that mm-hmm. even though i had this fight 
and I was very confident in it. Um, I had to make sure I stayed what was in front of me because I did have mm-hmm. to get through Carol first. Um, so that was just – sometimes my mind will drift off, but I put, like, photos of Carol around my house, like posters of her everywhere. So, like, I'm just looking at her the whole the whole time. Um, and then, obviously, when the fight won, I finished, I ripped her all off, and then that was full focus for, for Shannon Courtney. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, I was excited. I was like, hell, yeah, like, this is a fight that the fans want, you know. Um, I think stylistically, the, the, the stylistically, the fight's going to be very exciting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was super pumped, but I had to calm down from getting excited about that and just focus on Carol. Were you at all concerned that it was so soon after your fight with Carol? The only thing that concerned me was um, I had to be a lot more careful in my fight. Like, I was going in my fight thinking, man, I can't get cut. I can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. I have to win. I had all these extra pressures. You know, it's what? not like I just can go and win. I had to think about Okay, no, like be very careful, no head clashing, you know, be smart with, with things because like just one little injury is going to blow, blow it out, out the water, you know. So I think mm. um, it just put a lot more pressure on a, a tune-up fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it's definitely so, prepared me. Yeah. Um, you've obviously got a huge social media following, a lot of them from the UK. Yeah. Um, what's it like to finally be in the UK fighting, know that, knowing that although there's no crowds, um, all your UK fans are going to be tuning in? Honestly, my heart. It's, it's, uh, I, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm getting so many messages saying, like, welcome to the UK and, you know, like, just wishing me so much love and, and blessings. And, and um, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of love and support that I have. And with having my fans behind me, you know, even though they can't be there, um, having that, just that, that, that feeling of support, um, it really helps. And, and it just makes me really excited to fight and put on a great performance for everyone, you know. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. It's special. I feel like it's so special. Yep. Well, best of luck. Thank the you so much. We'll all be watching. Um, Thank you. And hopefully catch up with you later, Ebony. Take care. Take care, girl. Just gonna... Thank you, so Michelle, if we go to Andy from Boxing News, from Boxing Social, sorry, next, please. Hi, Ebony. How are you doing? I'm good, Andy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm very good. Um, I was going to talk. Oh, about sorry, that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Hello. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just on a call. Can can we just sort this out later? Yes. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hope it wasn't a positive COVID test, Ebony, after all this No, talk. no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I got a delivery. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ebony, I just want to kind of talk a bit more about the fight on Saturday. Um, I know you've spoken about a few other topics so far in your, your time with us. Just kind of touching on it. For those who haven't been able to see you um, or one of your fights so far, in the, so far with regards to your UK fans, what should everybody expect to see from you on Saturday? Fireworks. <laughs> uh, honestly, um... I'm a, I'm a pressure fighter, like naturally a pressure fighter, and I'm very heavy-handed. Um, but I can do a lot of things, um, you know, whatever I need to do. If I need to box, I can box. Um, you know, if I need to sit in a pocket, I'll sit in a pocket. Obviously, um, for me, um, I do love – I love the pocket, but um, I don't think Shannon will be able to bear the, bear the storm and sit with me and punch. Um, but if she does, it's going to be even a more exciting fight. But um, I just feel like it's going to be me, um, a bit of 
cutting off the ring and chasing and um yeah going out for going over for that knockout you know i don't play with my food i'm there to, for business i'm there to hurt you um you know i'm not like that boxer in and out style where i just want to score points i want to i, I want to hurt you um and um you know it's, it's that's that's boxing for me you boxed back in March, as, as it's been spoken about. How key do you think it was to be able to get out once just to shake off any any cobwebs uh, in your training throughout this period? Man, that, not just like obviously having the fight, but that particular fight, um, especially because I was against a, a, such a tough opponent, like she was so durable. Um, and um, for me, because I hadn't gone past six rounds, and I only done six rounds once, before that I was like, I've only like I've only been had a couple of rounds of fights. Um, it was very important for me to get those eight rounds out. So as much as I want to finish the job, I'm uh, I'm glad and and I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like I say, um, that she she was durable and I was able to get those eight rounds out and prove myself and shake off that rust because I felt like the first couple of especially the first four rounds, like I was just you know like going in there and fighting and then I started to you know box and and use my use use my smarts a little bit and I think. Um, it was definitely key um, and it's definitely made me a lot more confident coming into this fight um, and feeling like, you know what, I got all that out and now, um, now it's going to be like, it's, it's going to be on and I should be, should be good to be completely, um, completely how I want to be. You said you don't play with your food, you're an entertaining fighter, you look to stop your opponents. With that in mind, if you was to go to the scorecards, have you got any concerns at all? Because certainly, you know, over the past few months, especially over the last couple of years, rather, um, it's certainly been spoken about with regards to some decisions which haven't gone the way of the away fighters coming over to the UK. Is it a concern of yours? Not a big concern of mine because I think even my work rate, I'm a very high pace very high work rate um, fighter, very accurate and precise. So I think even on points, I'll win on points. Um, but, I mean, Matrim's got a, had a lot of upsets lately, you know. Um, so I also think that, you know, it's I'm, – I'm not too – I'm not – I'm really – you know, I'm really not too concerned. Um, and whatever happens, happens. And, hey, if I get robbed, I'm sure the public will have something to say about it and it's – it's just what happens to how it happens, you know what I mean? Um, but I just don't I don't see it going to points. I, mean, I know you won't want to look past Saturday, but in the call with Shannon, you know, she said if she beats you, she's looking at the Rachel Ball rematch for herself. If you were successful, what would be next for you? Yeah, Rachel as well, I think, um, because I think it's really important um, to fight Rachel after beating Shannon. Because for me, beating Shannon, yeah, I beat Shannon, but Rachel beat Shannon. So it's not that special. Like it is, it is, don't get me wrong, like it is. But at the same time, I won't feel like the champ or, or, or you know, the girl until I beat the girl that beat Rachel, uh, beat Shannon, you know. So I think fighting a Rachel is, um, and she's my mate and she deserves a shot. You know what I mean? She was supposed to have it with me originally in November and then she was supposed to have this one. So, yeah, I definitely want to, you know, give her that, that opportunity and um, prove myself that, you know, I can beat Rachel as well. Ebony, best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. If we go to Cynthia from Ring TV next, please. Hi, Ebony. Can you hear me? I can. Hi, Cynthia. I hope you're Hi. well. Uh, good. I'm Cynthia Gonte from Ring TV Ring Magazine. I've been following your career uh, surprisingly during COVID. And uh, I remember you did the KO artist uh, win by KO. My friend that looked for, uh, what is that called? Oh, uh, I love that. Yes. Sorry, that was yes. my favorite interview. Yeah. Uh, 
But, um, you know, it's funny because when I hear all the banter about being sexualized, you know what? Kudos to you. You have a banging body. You've worked hard. You are a bodybuilder. And this is great for the sport, for women's sport. Who cares? The, when I hear what Courtney, uh, Shannon, and you have to say, it is so great for the sport. You guys work hard for your bodies, and I commend you both. Now, uh, he asked the same, he asked a question I wanted to ask, but I want to go more into it. If you were to describe yourself in three words, what would you describe yourself? In three words? Yeah, three words. Oh, driven. Um, effervescent. And um, dedicated. All right. And you talked about the type of fighter that you are. You're an all-around fighter, come forward, fire, pressure fighter, and you can box. Three fighters that describe who you are. Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> I love to cut in. I know I study him. I go in. Um, I love, uh, uh, I, I do think I'm very similar to Mexican style. I get, you know, I training out in America and everyone that sees me spar and sees me trains um, always says, well, I should like a little Mexican in the pocket. Um, so I'd say that um, probably like the Salvador Sanchez, you know, he could do a bit of everything. So um, box in and box out and um, maybe Triple G or Canelo. Oh, interesting. All You'll right. See. Now for, and for women's boxing, it is on the rise. And um, it's unfortunate that some people use a sexuality as as a crutch. But uh, where do you see women's boxing going from here on out? I just don't see what, what's the point. I, I don't see the problem with it. Like, it's not about sexualizing. It's just about being, you know, showing femininity to, to a male-dominated sport, which is I don't think is an issue. Um, I see women's boxing just getting more and more better and bigger with, you know, the big, you know, the big fighters that we have, the big names that we already have and, and us that are coming through. And people like me who are going against the grain and are showing different sides to women's boxing um, and that it's not just all the same. You know, and it's something, there's more to it, you know, and, and there's a diversity of women. We're not all the same. I think boxing is very important to have characters. You know, the men have it. It's how you, you know, it's an entertainment business. And I think that women should embrace their personalities and their characters a little bit more and um, enjoy the ride, you know. I think that is what gets people interested, what gets people interested in, in boxing or sport in general. Anything is the story. You know what I mean? And engaging with fans and showing who you are um, helps with all of that. And lastly, two minutes versus three minute rounds. You're the one in Ooh. the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I honestly think that three minutes rounds will bring more knockouts because so many times I feel like my, my opponents have been saved by the bell at two minutes. Um, so I do think that that three minutes will probably get you more knockouts. But I also think that I'm not going to do, be doing three minutes. Um, unless my pay starts going up, because we're just we're gonna get we're gonna get paid the, pretty much the same as what we get paid now, more for more work. Um, so yeah, it has to kind of go two and two. I do believe in commercial value though, but we're still well be below. All right, and quick prediction: Taylor versus Jonas, uh, uh, Natasha Jones. Oh, it's so hard. Um, you know what? I I'd love to see Tash win. Tash win that. That'd be amazing. Um, but I think Katie Taylor, I think Katie Taylor will, will, will edge that. But I think I think it will be a very good fight. Um, very, very, very good fight. All right. Well, best of luck to you this Saturday and be safe in the ring. Thanks, Cynthia. Thank you. Thanks, Cynthia. If you go to Donor Corby next, please. 
Hey, Ebony. Um, I was asking Connor Ben earlier because he's been um, he's been training a little bit with uh, with Darren Till. Is is a transition over to uh, to the cage something at, at any point you might be interested in uh, in, in fighting mixed martial arts? Oh no, no, zero interest in MMA. I don't even watch it. Um, yeah, I don't. But I I get asked this, and my answer is I would like to. Do, I would probably transition to bare knuckle boxing before I did MMA. It appears that um, pay-wise, bare knuckle is pretty much the place to be for women, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely, definitely um, where the money's at. But I don't fight. I don't really fight for money. You know what I mean? Um, I've got my goals that I've set in boxing, and once I've done that, then I'd probably do the transition. What does boxing need to do now to catch up with with where MMA is in terms of uh, the women's side of the sport? More promotion. Um, more, more. Um, accepting it's still very it's still a very man's sport you know what i mean um and i think that um embracing women and and our femininity and promoting us in all, all kinds of ways and telling our stories and and getting I, I feel like america needs to get on board i don't feel like i feel like america's lagging a little bit um when it comes to female boxing promotion i feel like when they jump on board a bit more a bit more seriously um and not just because they think they have to, but like genuinely, like Eddie Hearn has. When we have big promoters like Top Rank and and um, you know uh, Oscar De La Hoya, really genuinely pushing women's boxing, Showtime, PBC, PBC don't even have female fighters. You know, when we start seeing that in America, I think that's going to really help. Because uh, at the last, moment, I feel like it's just Eddie. <laughs> last one for me. You mentioned Oscar De La Hoya. I want to hear uh, your thoughts on on him coming back to the ring. <laughs> Uh, you know what? If he wants to do it, good. I, 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 I oh, he's like confirmed it. He's fighting. Uh, he's fighting under the same promoter as uh, as Jake Paul. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, if you want to do, you, everyone should be able to do whatever they want to do. And I'm happy, happy for him. That's what he wants to do. I mean, I feel like as a fighter, it'd be very, very hard to give it up. It really would be. Um, so hats off to him if they're going to come back and have a fight, and that's what they feel like they want to do, and they're going to do it. I'd love, you know, it'd be good to see him in there again. And and God bless that they don't they don't hurt each other. But hey. If you want to do it, you only live once. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, no Daniel. We've got one more from Jason Fletcher again. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Uh, Cynthia stole my question, uh, Ebony, so I'll ask you a different one. Okay. Uh, at the moment, you've got probably the biggest opportunity for the ladies of Australia. Yeah. Um, your prediction for uh, our uh, good mate, uh, George uh, Furious Cambosis Jr. against Lopez, because I think Lopez is in for a bit of a shock. Georgie is going to hammer him. <laughs> I don't know about hammering, but I definitely think that... Um, He's going to surprise un- I think they're going to underestimate George for sure. And I think just like me, that, that underestimation by the team is going to work in his advantage. Um, but I still I still see Tio pulling that off. Um, I, I, if, if, George, if, George, if George wins that, um, it would be something very, very special. Um, and I and I wish him all the best. But if my genuine my genuine prediction is I think that Tiafimo um, takes that takes that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, once again, good luck to you and Shannon on uh, Saturday. Bring home the title, mate, and we'll catch up when you get back home. Thank you. Okay, unless there's any final questions for Ebony, I think we're done here. Cool. Yeah, Ebony, really appreciate your time. And Thank you, guys. Later this week. Take care.